Okay, I'm getting old. How do I know that? I catch myself watching the Weather Channel way too much. And two, during certain times in the market, I think back and remember iconic TV commercials from earlier times in my career. One of my all-time favorite commercials was this one, released by TD Ameritrade in 1999. It's a must-watch, mostly for its horrible timing near the peak of the internet bubble, but also for its generational exchange between a younger, technology-savvy Stuart and his older business associate. Stuart, can I see you in my office, please? That kid is sick. That is very sick. In it, Stuart coaches Mr. B into buying a stock electronically online without a broker, without a phone call for a fixed commission. Let's go to Ameritrade.com. It's easier than falling in love. What do you feel like buying today, Mr. P? Kmart. What does Mr. B buy? He buys 100 shares of Kmart. Yes, Kmart. Stuart utters the classic line, Let's light this candle. Sounds like a lot of the Reddit boards nowadays. And uttering those four words, let's light this candle, Stuart references a stock charting technique used by traders to determine possible price movement past patterns. Stuart is cheering Mr. Beyond emotionally, trying to get him to run and gun a stock. Let's buy. Let's buy 100 shares. All right, click it in there. Okay. How about 500? 100, Stuart. You feel the excitement? You're about to buy a stock okay. online. Oh, fabulous. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I'm Chris Paris with Oak Harvest Financial Group in Houston, Texas, and welcome to our weekly Stock Talk podcast, keeping you connected to your money. Before we get into this week's topic, which is discussing the third quarter, is it still summer? Where do we stand now? Is it time for FOMO? Time for fear of missing out? And as Stewart said 25 years ago, is it time to light this candle? Or is it time to be measured and time to buy dips? Please take a moment to click on the subscribe button and click on the notification bell so you'll be alerted when our team uploads our latest content. Content, which we do right and it takes a week or so for us to release. So some of it may seem a little dated by the time it hits your screen. Now, no one including myself can say with absolute certainty that yes, the lows are in for the year, that June 14th through 16th was it. However, as we first presented our positive case for this on July 1st with our video released Opportunity Knocks Early, the data has been saying yes, the odds are high, the lows are in, and that was the bottom. The correction in the bear market of 2022 is likely in the rearview mirror. However, after a two-month 700-point S&P 500 move, 17% rally into mid-August, the market has then pulled back over 5% and only eight trading sessions into August 25th. This is in line with both time and price as we had expected. As we previously discussed, failure below the 200-day moving average on its first attempt is quite normal in both bear market rallies and bull market pivots. Declines of three to 5% over three to 12 trading days are pretty common. It seems like most strategists on TV haven't changed their tune even with the 17% rally back towards 4,300 back in mid-August. That's even though few of them called for a significant first half sell-off in 2022, way back in 2021. It seems most are wedded to their newly adjusted downward forecasts. I guess the trend is your friend for most of these strategists out making calls for new lows. Bears will be bears. However, are their views justified in the data and in history or more likely emotionally based? Before investors who like to tactically position their portfolios jump on this bear train, eight or nine months after it left the station, one should ask themselves, does history bear 
their continued negative outlook for the rest of 2022 and the first half of 2023. Here's some data from Goldman Sachs that runs contrary to that negative outlook. According to Goldman Sachs research, U.S. returns as measured by the S&P 500 have been historically asymmetrical following a 50% recovery in bear markets. This 50% recovery threshold was crossed earlier in August. Goldman Sachs team discovered that in the 12 months following such retracements, the S&P 500 experienced significant larger upside moves than large downside moves. Losing periods averaged a modest minus 5%, a little more, which is in line with the recent dip. This is also in line with short-term losses when markets pulled back after bumping up against the 200-day moving average. The average upside move over the next 12 months post a 50% retracement clocked in at positive 19%. An additional positive 19% move would triangulate to new all-time highs in the first half of 2023, around 5,100 plus. That's kind of in line with what our investment team is looking for in the first half. While the end of every bear market is different, the momentum and breadth of the rally since June 16th does suggest equities sustain a rally later in this year and into 2023. Here's some more detail from the Carson Group and Ryan Dietrich. When the S&P 500 has regained half its bear market losses, stocks have never made new lows the next year. Of course, this is no guarantee and this streak will eventually be broken, but the odds are low that 2022 is the year that that will happen and the market will go below its mid-June lows. However, even if one believes in a positive outcome for stocks over the coming year, is it time to get FOMO? Should you fear missing out and chase momentum stocks? Or is it best to be in the buy the dip crowd? Here's where my good friend, a monthly chart in the S&P 500 going back 35 years, puts this decision into perspective. Here's where zooming out, which is almost never done on TV, because it doesn't sell short-term emotions, is beneficial to an investor, not a short-term trader though. We've shown this one many times this year. Recall how very few times over the last 50 years, this chart formation on a monthly basis has played out negatively over the next 12 to 18 months. The dot-com bubble in 2000 was one, and the great financial crisis in 2008 was the second. In those two instances, the markets bounced off their 50-month moving average rallied back above their 20-month moving averages and subsequently fell lower in an extended multi-year matter into bear market downturns. No, I'm not a trained chartist, but looking at this chart, a picture is worth a thousand words. What specifically are we looking at to confirm we've exited a cyclical bear market and have returned to an extended secular bull market? Well, we're looking for two more green candle months to form in August and September, maybe October, over the 20-month moving average. The closing price on the cash S&P 500 for July was around 4125 to 4130. The 20-month moving average is about 4100. Two or three additional green monthly candles, which are monthly closes above around 4125, 4130, in what the bears deem as bad seasonal months of September and October, would likely chart-wise seal this crowd in a bear cave for the fourth quarter of 2022 through mid-2023. On the other hand, it would also trap those who raised too much cash in late second quarter on the way down into a great deal of FOMO into year-end in the first half of 2023 should the doomsday economic collapse expounded by bears 
not transpire. For now, as we've previously discussed, we expect the buy-to-dip institutional crowd to re-enter the market on moves down of only, say, 5%. Our data says it's more likely that FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, begin to clear throughout the fourth quarter of 2022, and FOMO begins to return in the first half of 2023. One of our favorite indicators, the cost of forward hedging or insuring big portfolios on a monthly basis into the future has rarely exhibited this chart formation. After up and to the right, rising for over a year, forward volatility looks to have peaked back on June 14th and has now broken its longer term uptrend. This doesn't mean that volatility will collapse shortly back to the good old days of sub 10 in 2017. But historically, it has been the environment where quick jumps up in volatility have caused short-term and generally steep, quick sell-offs in stock of 5% or more. Sell-offs that are quick and sharp are usually bought by big institutions. This is opposite the setup of the first half of 2022 when volatility was saying, sell the rips tactically. This one is now saying the formation by the dips should return and be rewarded. Finally, we must remember that if you believe in behavioral finance, seasonality, and market cycles, we're close to entering the most bullish time frame of the presidential cycle. We started discussing this way back in the third quarter of 2021. I'm sure we'll be addressing it again in the coming months as we get closer to the midterms in November. However, here's the quarterly historic data, once again, from the research firm CFRA. We've highlighted the important quarters in yellow for you. Historically, come the fourth quarter, we enter the most positive 15 months in a four-year presidential cycle. Wrapping things up, no, it's not time to light this candle for stocks as Stewart did right near the peak of the internet bubble in 1999. However, yes, there are many indicators saying the buy the dips should be returning and could last well into the first half of 2023. If the ongoing market volatility is making you feel uneasy, give us a call and schedule a meeting with an Oak Harvest advisor. Our team does have insurance-based tools that don't have the volatility of the public equity markets. However, I have to remind you that these investments may also lower your longer-term expected returns. At Oak Harvest, we think our clients are best served by us helping them plan for their future needs instead of focusing on the past. The future and stock markets are always uncertain. And that is why our retirement planning team plans for your retirement needs first and your greed second. Give us a call to speak to an advisor and let us help you craft a financial plan that helps you meet your retirement goals. Call us here at 877-896-0040 and schedule an advisor consultation. The initial consultation is free. We're here to help you on your financial journey into and through your retirement years. I'm Chris Paris, and from everyone here at Oak Harvest, have a blessed weekend. All content contained within Oak Harvest Podcast expresses the views of the speaker and is for informational purposes only. It is based on information believed to be reliable when created, but any cited data, indicators, statistics, or other sources are not guaranteed. The views and opinions expressed herein may change without notice. Strategies and ideas discussed may not be right for you, and nothing in this podcast should be considered as personalized investment, tax or legal advice, or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. 
Indexes such as the S&P 500 are not available for direct investment and your investment results may differ when compared to an index. Specific portfolio actions or strategies discussed will not apply to all client portfolios. Investing involves the risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results.